This episode of the Game Club podcast contains spoilers for Minecraft Dungeon. <sighs> Could not organize a p in a brewery. <laughs> Tim, let me tell you something. I can't stand it. I know you planned it. I'm going to set it straight. This is Watergate. Hello. Welcome to two guys okay. from Game Club Pod. Okay. You're, I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> And I am a fan. Have you seen the uh, the cover of that song? First of all, it's Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Yeah, of course, yeah. But have you seen the cover of it by Slipknot and Korn? I feel like I that have. They, that they did live? It's actually really good. Hmm. Wait, it feels like it's been forever since you spoke what we've been we doing. We say that every time. I know. Uh, you and I don't talk outside of this, except for the occasional Instagram reel that I send you and then you eventually look at it. I am I'm never on Instagram. Right. See, I am because I'm too much of an adult for TikTok. Ah, uh, no, I, I like TikTok. It's it's, um, it's it's brain melting, and I love it. I I got bombarded for season two of uh, Between Two Pods. What? Yeah, with people wanting to do it. So That's very cool. I've already got so the date the episode. It's October eighth, right? Yeah. I have the sixteenth, the thirtieth, and that's of this month. November thirteenth, twenty seventh, and all the way down to December eleventh. Jesus Christ, that is recorded a, a lot. and edited. God damn, that's a lot of content. That's a lot of content for you people. Yeah. I hope y'all are grateful. I'm, I'm planning on reworking some of the admin side of what I do on the pod, which right now is very little, but I want to have more involvement. Um, so I'm, I'm planning on setting up like a timetable and a task view and everything. Which okay. Fun. Do, do, do you want to actually do some extra editing? I uh, not editing, anything but. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm dreading doing this, frankly. <laughs> you remember when you used to edit everything, Tim? Yes, I know. And then I outsourced something to uh, the Northern Boy um, to, for the Fanatic. And uh, then I think it seemed to be that just every single thing in the fucking world was just stopping me from editing. Like I would, I would move or there would be like issues with her at home or my internet would be down or something. And right. I just couldn't edit for like months. Can we also go ahead and tell everybody that Joey is not here because he is Yes. He he is not well. He is he's under the weather. Uh so unfortunately we're not good. I suppose I could put together a little quiz or something. Nah, it's fine. We quiz free episode, no jingles. It's old school game club pod. You bet your ass I'm slamming in some jingles right here. Give me that fish. Give me that fish. But I don't have to listen to it. That's the difference. That is the difference. <laughs> Audience, send your jingles to at Slade Plays Games. <laughs> Slade listens to jingles. Slade, Slade likes jingles at Twitter.org. <laughs> oh, should we go to the episode? We, we can. I was going to tell you about uh, a type of person that I don't like whatsoever. Wait, okay, let's let's pump the brakes here before you pull out a race card or something. <laughs> I haven't had one of those jokes in a long time. Yeah, go but, on. Okay, and I, I just want you to know, if you're this person, you're rather miserable and most of us don't like you. So, you ever had a group of people, and I, I know I'm one of the rare ones, but I've never had COVID, like, the whole time, right? Hmm. Have not gotten it. And then there's always some dickhead in the room who goes, oh, you probably had it, but you didn't know it. Fuck you. 
See, I, I have I had the opposite of that, where I, <laughs> at the time, I was sick and didn't put together that it was COVID, but in hindsight, I think it might have been COVID. Right. I don't know. So right. I'm, I'm on the other side of that coin. Right. I've I've been healthy the whole time. The only thing I've done is pull a muscle in my arm, and uh, I have bruised this part of my shoulder yesterday, but that's a different discussion. What, what, did, what did you do? Uh, I rebuilt a shotgun recently, went to test fire it, and I didn't have it seated properly at one point. Oh, it and just it, kicked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but anyways, anyways, if you're the person that tells somebody, yeah, you probably had it, but you didn't know it, you're the equivalent of the guy like, oh, yay, I won the lottery. Ooh, you know you have to pay taxes on that, right? You're just a buzzkill. Just a fucking wet blanket. <laughs> don't do uh, it. I'm immune to it at this point. That's my logic. I don't think you're immune to it. <laughs> you're not like the, the miracle cure child from like The Last of Us or every zombie movie. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, I am. All right, fine. I'm just going to start calling you Ellie from now on then. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Say Parker Elliot. <laughs> was it you who said my last name like that the first time? Uh, no. Who was it? No. Who was it? It's somebody we both know. Who was it? <sighs> it wasn't Joey, was it? He thought he he didn't know that your name was pronounced Island. Right. It I think it was been. Joey. I think it, it was might Joey. Been. Yeah. I don't know. Wasn't that on the podcast? It was like one of the early episodes, like episode I think three it, or something. Like we've been doing it for a few weeks already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. All right, well, to crack on with the episode, uh, this game, I do it every week. <laughs> every week. Um, this episode of the Game Club podcast contains spoilers for Minecraft Dungeons. Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, Slade, play the music. Play, play the music, Slade. There you go, Tim. Have Thank fun you. with that. <laughs> All right, fine. Thank you. Hello, I'm Slade. You can find me here twice, once at the Game Club Pod. The other one is Between Two Pods, which is the interview show here. I'm going to be on here three times soon. Yes, you are. Uh, That's a secret project, though. We can't tell people about Actually, by the time, if if it all goes to plan, that'll be out by the time this episode comes out. Well, then you might have heard it. You can also find me at Slade Plays Games on everything except Blue Sky, because it's Slade Plays Games with a Z, because I still haven't figured out how to... A, logged back into my account because I don't remember what the password was. And B, I couldn't just, figure out how to change it either. Do you just want another blue sky code? No, it's fine. I'll figure it. I'll, I'll get to it. I just, I, you know, have you thought about this, right? Because you get so ingrained with, like, using a certain app or whatever. Hmm. So, like, when uh, Reddit decided to commit, you know, Seppuku again and get rid of the third-party apps. Because, like, I've only used Reddit through uh, Reddit is fun. Sure. Never on desktop, never anywhere else. And then they killed third-party app support. Mm-hmm. I've just not gone back to it. You know, it's, I, I've not been on Reddit ever since. I have owned, in terms of apps, I've only ever used Apollo Blue when I was on iPhone. Right. Um, 
but since I've been on Android, I've only ever used the official Reddit app. The official Reddit app fucking sucks. It's yep. awful. But the only reason I don't go to something else, A, it's all dead now, and B, it's just the lack of familiarity. Yeah, At least I know what shit I'm dealing I, with. I think that's so I think that's why it's so hard to get away from like Twitter, right? Well, I think Blue Sky is gonna be the thing to do with it. Like I, I thought I thought threads might, but like I've it, had this conversation before, and I, I always thought it was going to be Facebook would be the first one to kind of shoot itself in the foot. But obviously, it has it already a few times. Right, right. But I, I, well, they still have multiple toes. They're, you know, yeah. shooting off. Right. But, and I think Twitter's slowly on that, but I, I always thought Facebook would be the slowly. first one to go because yeah, it seems very slow, to be honest. Mm. User numbers say otherwise. But the thing is, I thought Facebook would be the one just because, like, you know, kids younger than us because you and i are you know middle-aged now uh kids younger than us don't want to be on there with a us their parents and their grandparents or whatever else yeah so um, i figured something else would come and take it over unless something does a big old rebrand like i don't know if you saw myspace's rebrand no so justin timberlake now owns myspace and he's it's owned mu- it for a while hasn't he, he? has yeah but he, yeah. Re- he repurposed it to a music platform and it actually looks kind of good okay like, obviously, I'm not. I, it's been a long time since I've written any sort of music. Um, but if I was an artist, I would probably use it. Are you looking the, at it now? This website does not look that good. Have they updated it again since? Hang on. It's kind of ugly. I'm going to MySpace. Uh, oh, also, yeah, no, they changed it again. Before, it was all like glass panel-y and shit. Yeah, part of the website's not loading for me either. Yeah, me either. I think that I think they might be out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, damn. Well, uh, the, like, the big like, reason, like the opposite of a phoenix, it died <laughs> twice. <laughs> well, the big reason I think of it, right? So you had like just bare bones internet forums, right? Mm. We had that. We had, uh, depending on how you say it, GeoCities or GeoCities. I've heard both. GeoCities. Yeah. So GeoCities, and then we had, uh, what, Friendster, then MySpace, then Facebook came around. Friendster wasn't a thing over here. Right. Well, Bebo wasn't over here. Ah. Right. So it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I had a weird thing with Bebo. There was a big old thing where, uh, certainly over in the UK, people on Bebo were like, there was a big old thing of like, oh, if you go on Bebo, there's a bunch of people that have killed themselves on there. Um, And someone that I knew, I don't know who it was, no idea, made a Bebo account for me and added a bunch of my friends and family. And my dad kicked off at me. Oh, really? And he was like, I don't even want, I don't want you on that f***ing website. Um, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and he showed me it. And I was and I was reading over the bar. I was like, wow, someone really knew me like four years ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. Um I basically sent off a request to their support and was like, this isn't me, can the thing be taken down? I'm like, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably talk about video games. Um, we should. As we're in the main bit of the episode now, that was uh, Preamble 2. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to start, with a, start off with a little bit of a question. Are there any games that you are planning on coming back to that you've played before, podcast or otherwise? Yes, one's coming up, actually. It's in the next episode. Yes. Okay. Outside of that one. Outside of that, I always go back. I, and I've said this like a thousand times. I always go back and play Half-Life 2 occasionally. I've been meaning sure. to go back and play um, Neon White again. Good game. Fun game. That's a, that's a very fun game. Yeah. 
Um, I'm, I was saying this to my girlfriend, I am planning on going back and playing Yakuza 0 again. Okay. I, well, I, I made it very clear in the episode, I f***ing loved Yakuza 0. You did. I did. Um, and I want to play it again. I want to experience all that kind of stuff again. Yeah. Uh, what would Joey play? Um, say, do a, do a Joey impression. What would he play? I'm Joey and... Uh, Why is he I, Watto I, from Star Wars? I, I don't know. What would Joey play again? Joey would probably play Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah, Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls, Bloodborne. We haven't talked about Elden Ring for like Elden the 12th Ring. time. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, Pot and Kettle, Mr. Half-Life. <laughs> <laughs> One of these takes a lot less time, let's be clear. <laughs> it depends on how good you are at Elden Ring, I suppose. Uh, not very good, Tim. That's well, why I haven't go. gone past the first boss. There you go. Uh, speaking of playing things a couple of times, Minecraft Dungeons. <laughs> because uh, I played some of this with my girlfriend on PlayStation, and at the time I wasn't into it, but then I got a Steam Deck and played it on Game Pass. Um, and I really, really enjoyed Minecraft Dungeons hey. on the Steam Deck. I hate to do this. Can I pull you back real quick? Yeah. It's on PlayStation. It's on PlayStation 4 and 5. Is it? Yeah. Th that feels dirty. Why? Well, Microsoft owns it. Well, yeah, but like Bungie owns... Uh, Bungie's owned by um, bloody Sony now as well. That's true. Yeah. and like okay. it, just, it just feels weird to hear Minecraft on PlayStation. It, well, Minecraft on PlayStation isn't unheard of because that was like on there long before the acquisition. Yeah. But certainly the spin-offs like Minecraft Legends and Dungeons and Story Mode or whatever... Um, Although, have you seen the story mode? Is it one of the Netflix games? Yeah. I find I still it's don't pretty good. I don't know how Netflix games works. Uh, it's basically like just cloud streaming a game that you can play on your remote. Okay. So like, oh no, you wouldn't have had this memory. Joe would, Joe would be able to uh, share this with me. We used to have a service called Sky, which is like a TV and broadband provider over here. And they right. used to have like games you could play on your remote, like Bumblebee, Bobble, that kind of thing. And I used to play the shit out of those games. Alrighty then. Yeah, it was a game that you just play on your TV. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons is a game that came out in 2020. It is a dungeon crawler developed by Mojang Studios Double Eleven, uh, who makes some pretty good stuff, uh, and published by Xbox Game Studios. Uh, it came out on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, apparently in arcades. Don't know how that happened. Uh, obviously, sure. Xbox, uh, PC, and it's available on Game Pass. Maybe phones as well. I don't know. I'm you probably do cloud streaming on your phone, I would assume. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not counting cloud streaming though. Um, if I get to more, uh... but then there's more. Yeah, Switch, PS4. It got an arcade release. Xbox One, uh, Microsoft Windows, and Xbox Series X and S. Uh, so it got a decent array of um, releases. Uh, as mentioned, it was developed by Mojang and Double Eleven, published by Xbox Game Studios. Uh, it got the British Academy Games Award for Best Family Game and uh, also won the Game Awards for Best Family Game. Uh, I'm going to go to immediate thoughts with, hmm, who am I going to pick? Slade. I was ready for you to say Joey. I haven't clicked on his message yet. but uh, Tim, Oh yeah, he sent I... us his thoughts. Yeah, well, he sent them to me, not yeah. to you. Because I'm his favorite. What? So, I want to show you something, Tim. 
What, what is it? It's the notebook. Oh no. That's all the notes I got for the whole game. That is a quarter of a page. And it's like an A2 notebook. No, A5 notebook? Ready? Yep. The single player just needs a little bit better balancing. Do you know what? That's that's very fair. That's a really good criticism. <laughs> that's 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 all I got. I had a great. This has been one of the best things you picked all year. Congratulations! It's phenomenal. Put, game. put some applause here in the background. Put put the neon Genesis, uh, neon Genesis of Agilian applause in the background. Where everybody says congratulations. Put that right here. All right, fine. So you had a great time with it. Yeah, I had a ton. I couldn't put it down. I was having an amazing time with it. Great. Um, what? Any particular highlights? Any things you, you did? Not, not really. No particular. I mean, accidentally selling armor that you don't mean to, which happens in any but you kind of game do. like this. It'd be too late by the time I realized. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, single player just needs a little better balancing for those of us who don't have somebody to play with and rock and roll. It's. I mean, it's great. Yeah, great time. Um, I personally played this multiplayer. I sat down. So I played on the Steam Deck. Ah, steamy Steam Corner. Um, chica chica. Chica chica. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't play it on Steam, but I played on Game Pass streaming on my Steam Deck. Right. Um, it was great. It worked flawlessly. Um, and like to keep you, to give you an idea, um, my my wireless router for my internet is sat basically next to me on the shelf over here, and I was playing in my bedroom on the other end of the, on the other end of my apartment. Um, right. No lag. At all, like sure, if I paused it and put it down for maybe five minutes to go and get a drink or something, then yes, I would come back and there'd be a bit of latency while like the cloud streaming kind of catches up with itself. Right. But that's not the game's problem. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, like I think I think like you've said, it probably could do with a little bit of better balancing. But in multiplayer, it's balanced amazingly well. The big balancing issue to me comes from the not so much projectile enemies but the projectile witches throwing yes. poison because um, especially if you played by yourself like i did it was so easy to get just overwhelmed by mm -hmm. just they just like stack like poison and debuffs and straight damage just like there'll, there'll be about five or six witches lobbing potions at you and their whole point is they'll run away yep congrats you're now playing against the zoner in a fighting game uh, yeah that's i mean that's that's really the only balancing it needs just Tone that down a bit, and I, I called it Baby's First Diablo. That's really what it is, right? Well, this is this is what I said to Payne. Not Baby's First Diablo, but it's a Diablo-like. Mm -hmm. Like, I, obviously, Dungeon Crawler is the appropriate word for it, but this is pretty f***ing close. I would say this is like, you know, you're a dad, you have a couple of kids, you've been playing Diablo 4 nonstop, and your kids are like, I want to try this, and you want to give them something age-appropriate that's good? Yeah, absolutely. All right. What, what's Joey got to say about it? Oh, let me tell you what Joey had to say about it. I tell you, I gave Joey. I told him I don't know if this is a backhanded compliment or not, but uh, I told him the other day that uh, he sometimes gives off Greg Davies energy. <laughs> I, I love a backhanded compliment, like something like, yeah. "Oh, you finally decided to wear a nice shirt." I was like, "Well, what does that mean?" <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you don't hear that often, Tim. No, my shirts are fantastic. <laughs> thank you. So, Joey wrote to me, very lovely, I know that Slade and Tim enjoyed this game a lot. On the other hand, I did not. Oh. I played for five hours, some with people, some without. When playing with others, 
They ran the game and I was a passenger, mindlessly attacking something that I had no idea what was happening. When playing by myself, I found that the game compensated my solo playthrough so much that it was a walk in the park. I played it for three hours by myself and didn't dive once. My weapons that were random, there's bunny quotes there, were very similar to the playthrough when I was with others. The villagers were annoying. The levels in the different Minecraft aesthetics were difficult to navigate. And all over, I didn't find the game that fun in the slightest. I'd rather try Diablo or any of the other games that this was copy and pasted from and then put in a Minecraft skin. I get that some love Minecraft and everything. That it puts... Wait, what? I get that some love Minecraft and everything that it puts out, but personally, I find this very far from the mark. Playable, and I didn't experience any technical difficulties, but I really didn't enjoy my experience at all. I, I mean, if you didn't enjoy the experience, that's that's, that's completely subjective. I don't know what... I got my ass kicked a bunch. I always say, Joe, you two are better video game players than I am. I got my ass kicked a lot. So when you complete this game, uh, did you finish the story for this game? No. Okay, I played it for enough. maybe like eight or ten hours, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, it's still a good amount of time to put in. But if yeah. you beat I was the doing story, like a completionist. I was like looking around for things. Well, the I don't know if Joe was looking at the difficulty sliders, but not only is there like a difficulty slider per level that you go into, like you remember the skulls when you select the level? Right. I don't know if he was just going for like the recommended or not. I'm sure he could better tell us like when he's next here. Um, but you can adapt your difficulty depending on what you're comfortable feeling doing. Personally, right. when I played with Pain, I went up one difficulty above the recommended mm -hmm. to give myself a bit of a challenge. But when you finish the game, you unlock even more difficulties. It's kind of like the the only game I really think about with that is like Gears of War and Borderlands. Well, it's not the first game to do like hidden. No, I know. No, it's the first two that come to mind, though. Mm. All right. Slade, uh, let's talk highlights for you. Was there any weapons, enemies, levels? There was a very, and again, this is where I say the game needs more balancing. There was a very broken companion that I got that I could summon. There are summons in this game, so you mm -hmm. could, I guess, the indie term summon a familiar, right? Yeah. And I had a little dude that shot fire, and his, his cooldown time was three seconds. Mm -hmm. Which is not long. It's not very long. <laughs> and when you're in a horde and you just keep stacking your mana, you earn that. I'm calling it mana. I, I think they call it XP I, in the game or whatever. I think it is mana. Yeah, but as you kill people, they drop like two at a time. Mm -hmm. And you it stacks for a yeah. long way now that's the other cool thing we could talk about in here there is stacking of mana which is nice so you can have more than one summon familiar at a time you can have like four yeah which if that you makes... want to do that yeah it sometimes I... it's not beneficial like i always kept like these speedy boots that let me roll like three times in a row speedy boots fireworks were always a great shout it, um, oh there's like when he says fireworks think of like an arrow but it's it explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And you could get some that shot like five at a time. Yeah. The, I used to use them. I used to use the lantern as well a lot because that's basically just like a bomb that you can just leave and run away. Yeah. Um, there's also times where you'll kill like a creeper a certain way and you'll get like TNT like you do in the game. Oh, yeah. You can throw it. Yeah. You can eat it. But I always do it on accident because it takes your bow slot. Yep. I mean, it's projectile. It makes sense. Like, yeah. uh, how else do you do it? But like, yeah, I would but, often forget as well. Yeah, but sometimes there's just so much going on on the screen, you just lose track of it. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, for me, I really, really liked the fact they went out of their way to develop new Minecraft mobs for this game. Sometimes right. they were just bosses, sure. But, like, do you remember things like the Ender Golem? Where it's, like, no. an Enderman with, like, that's just, like, oh. a big, bulky dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, stuff like that was really, really cool. I would like you... to see more of that in base Minecraft. You didn't play it with us. No. But, uh, Tunic kind of had a lot of the playing the solo had a lot of the same vibes to it i can imagine there's some inspiration obviously it's like, an isometric dungeon yeah, crawly thing yeah yeah there was a lot of it felt a lot like that but the bosses weren't as bad in tunic they were very spongy hmm. and this, whereas this actually feels as, pretty fair yeah yeah um there isn't all too much of a story to this game it's not like got a deep lore like diablo has and we, the diablo comparisons are going to come up a lot because it's pretty clear there was a heavy inspiration from diablo right um but uh, what i've done here is just got the synopsis um from the game which is okay. fight your way through an all-new action adventure game inspired by classic dungeon crawlers and set in the minecraft universe brave the dungeons alone or set up teams with friends up to four players can battle together through an action-packed treasure-stuffed wildly varied level uh, in an epic quest to save villagers and take down the evil Arch Illager. Discover the trove of powerful new weapons and items that will help you defeat ruthless swarms of new and nasty mobs. Fight or flee through canyons, swamps, and of course, mines. Any adventurer can, brave or foolish enough to explore this blocky and beautiful world will co uh, should come prepared. So quickly, gear up. Uh, I thought one of the things that was really, really cool about this was... Obviously, the objective is rescue the villager. But then it wouldn't just be like, oh, cool, the villager has f***ed off into the ether now. They would often arrive back at your camp and become merchants. Yeah, yeah, but the, so there were, like, uh, times you go into, like, a, a camp, let's say, right? Like an enemy camp. Sure. And there would be, like, eight or nine you'd have to just... And you could just tell they're very generic NPCs. But the one with the funny hat, he's going to sell you some he's stuff guy. in the town. Yeah. But you got to save all of them to get him. Sometimes they would hide the uh, the shop merchant, mm -hmm. which I thought was cool because um, the maps, you kind of keep going through the same map over and over, but it encouraged you to explore and find it. And the game was also pretty clear about telling you like, hey, there's some chest you missed here. And it would just show like a villager. Yeah. But it wouldn't tell you which merchant you had you know left behind or hadn't found yet. It also does a really nice thing where you can have a very opaque uh, map on your screen at all times and it doesn't obstruct the view yep. but if you're looking for it you can see the map almost kind of kind of in the foreground kind of in the background right uh, and makes it a lot easier to navigate you also get four lives technically so you have the yeah. one that you're playing and then you know you can mess up three times it's it's i think it's incredibly well thought out this game i had a great I time do. with it i do too i wish joey was here to tell us why we were wrong me too, me too. May, may he get better <laughs> soon. Um, do you have any criticisms outside of game needs balancing? Not really, no. No? I thought some of the weekly challenges, because we, oh, this, I... this thing's kind of... Oh, you didn't do any of the weeklies? No. Okay. Went so right over my head. Some of the weekly challenges, to get, just to give you an idea then, would be you would approach a level mm -hmm. that you've already done, but each week there would just be a set of randomized challenges, and I and it's it's heavily random. Um, about hey, you need to get to the end of this level, rescue the villagers, and whatever. But here are the modifiers, which is a really cool concept. It just doesn't feel like they were the most planned out. So like we had one once where it was like, hey, 
Uh, 90% of the mobs are swapped with creepers, including uh, including sheep and <laughs> cows. And so I was like, oh, God, okay. That's um, actually kind of cool, to be honest. It's really cool, but it's just yeah. not the most balanced. Like, it comes yeah. back to a balancing issue, which I don't know if this game's getting any more updates, but if it did, it would be really nice to get a balance update. Yeah, a balance. Oh, the other thing I was thinking, this game, like many other uh, AAA-made games, suffers highly from menu overload. I think that's a Diablo-like thing, though. No, it's, there's there's a lot of AAA games that do, though, where it's just like, you open it up, I want to know the level, but there's like 10,000 pieces of information right in my eyeballs, and I just got to look for certain things. I'm with you. I understand. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I get it. It's like, hey, it's, it's the swamp, but it's at night, which means certain animals won't be there, but more animals will. And also, your shoes are untied this time. And yeah, your sword is stuck on your back, and you can't get it off. Like, there's just a lot of, um, a lot of information to take in all at once when something. Yeah, level. and you're and you're just like, Jesus, could we like tone it down for like five seconds, please? On the topic of weapons, uh, hmm. it was nice to play a Minecraft game where the combat didn't entirely revolve around a sword. That's also true. I like the fact that it mixed it up between crossbows and bows, uh, daggers, dual axes, uh, dual axes, dual scythes, great swords, uh, regular sword. There was a battle axe you could do. There was a lance, a spear. Like right. there, there was a lot in this game. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, and then not only on top of that, we've mentioned some of the mobs you could spawn, but there was like, uh, there's more than just mobs. It, there was also like a. Items you could equip, certain types of armor. Um, there was also, like, mystery boxes you could buy as well. Yeah. Which uh, was cool. I'm just looking now. Uh, one of the things that... So the other thing you can do as well is you can also, with, with these uh, merchants that you rescue in the villages, you can... If you have a particular set of items that you like, so, for example, you may have the fire summon, the firework, the lantern, and a bow that you like, mm -hmm. for example. You can leave that with the village blacksmith and go on a quest without your items to almost give yourself like an artificial difficulty increase. Right. So, um, only to come back and find your equipment upgraded, but it will only upgrade if you finish that level. Okay. I think that's a really, really cool idea. That's a really good reward. Yeah, I. that's one of the things I'm thinking about this game is that it does like... It keeps the rewards nice, uh, although you do run into the problem where after a while it's just the same common items over yeah. and over and over and over, which uh, gets really annoying. Yeah. But I think there's still enough in there that keeps it fresh and fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that there's much else to say about this game, to be honest. I think it's going to be a pretty short episode. I do too, unless you and I figure out something to bullshit about for the next 30 minutes. Uh... Mm. I can sit there and ask you why you bought a silly phone. Oh, my folding phone? Yes. I like the tablet mode on it. Look, look, look. On this, on this note, before we get into there, uh, let's move into scores and yep. recommendations. Let's move into scores. I'm going to start off with Joey. Oh, okay. Four out of ten. No recommendation. Four. Oh, that seems low. <laughs> oh. You know, Joey's three. Now we got four. We're going to have one for every number. <laughs> and sometimes letters. <laughs> what about you, Slade? Uh, I'm, you know, it's not the best thing I played this year, but I really liked it. I'm going to give it eight out of ten and a solid recommendation. 
yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Eight out of ten, uh, and also of course a solid recommendation. I think, uh, obviously, it's it's a great game to play with people. But I think if you have a partner that's not into gaming, this is a pretty good entry level thing to do. I think we said that about the Yog, and I would agree with this one more than the Yog. Right. Okay. Um, I suppose with the Yog, it's much more of like a, a, a pseudo choose your own adventure. But this is like yeah, this has actual like engagement. gameplay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. So that gives it a lovely six point six six spooky. Repeating. Spooky. How appropriate. How appropriate. It's our, <laughs> for October. Yeah. When, when does this episode come out? Oh, right before Halloween. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and there you go, guys. A spooky score for the spooky season. <laughs> Uh, right, that gives it a solid recommendation. Uh, yeah, well, two out of three recommend. Obviously, Joey didn't have a great time with it. Yeah, Joey didn't have a good time. Tim and I did. Take that as you will. Yeah. Um, and do you know what? It's on Game Pass. Try it. It's free if you have Game Pass. You know, that's that's one of those things that make it makes it so hard to like not recommend a game nowadays. It's like, it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. Like, Try everybody it. Has... You know what you never hear that for? What? It's on PlayStation Plus. Give it a shot. Because PlayStation Plus is expensive and shit. <laughs> it's. I think it's also because it's got like way. So there's like three tiers to it. And they all cost a different amount of money. But with so I have Game Pass Ultimate. I do too. So you're so you're in the same boat as me. Where if I wanted to, I could boot up Minecraft Dungeons right now on my phone and play it anywhere I goddamn please. Yep. That is with with an argument like that with Game Pass. PlayStation just can't compare. That's why I have this. I, I'm holding a Series S in my hands right now, and that's it's the Game Pass machine. That's what I referred to this little guy as. Yeah, that's... It's hundreds of thousands of free games. Well, I say free. Obviously, you have to pay for your, what, $7.99 minimum subscription. I pay $10.99. Yeah. I'm more than happy to do that myself. Yep. More than happy. Absolutely. All right. Well, enough, um, enough Microsoft dick sucking right now. Um... Say, what are we doing next week? In two weeks' time, we are going to be playing a game that recently got leaked about its remaster, Did Fallout really? Three. Yeah, that got leaked in the uh, Microsoft documentation. Oh, I'm going to remaster of that. it and Oblivion. No, I heard about the Oblivion remaster because I'm excited for that. But Fall- Fallout Three as well. Well, Fallout Three is one of my favorite RPGs from memory, so I hope I enjoy it still. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in two weeks, everyone. Toodles. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, we're in the post table. So, Tim, why a folding phone? Because all I can think about is the glass on it is stupidly thin. It's actually not glass. So, what is it? What is so it? Made it of? has a thin, like it has a thin glass layer underneath, but it's primarily a plastic perspex. Um, right. And the idea with that is because it's obviously a flexi thing. Um, but with, the, I, I just like the tablet functionality. Like, I was looking at a new phone contract, and I was either going to go for a flip, which is like, you know. Yeah, yeah, a phone, and then it's half the size of a phone. Or I can have a phone that also becomes a tablet. You know, I've never owned a tablet. I think tablets are really, really good when you have a use for them. Yeah, if you don't I've... have a use for them, 
they are very much gathering dust. It's far too big of a phone to stick in my pocket. That's the way I've always looked at it. For a tablet, yes, but with this, yeah. it's it's phones. Yeah, it's obviously a little bit thick. Right. Oh Jesus. But that is That's thick with like four C's. I have my old phone here by coincidence. That's how thick that is. That's how thick this is. So it's about two, two phones. Pic two Pixel sixes thick. Uh, well, this is a this is a Galaxy uh, S E F E. Uh, That's an six. awful name. Um, no, it's a Galaxy something six uh, F E five okay. G. Um, so it's about two of them thick, but it's not as tall, which is nice. So it like takes up a bit less room. Um, right, but my thing is when you're using a phone, and I so I have a seven Pro. Yeah. I often use the smaller keyboard, like the shrunk one, so I can type with one hand. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Because sometimes you can't get all the way across, so having a phone that's double the width to me just seems... Well, you don't, you don't walk around with the phone open like this. You uh, you walk around with it like this in your hand, and you just do one-handed typing as well. Yeah, I just couldn't... I don't see me ever using the big tablet part of it. Uh, I, I, than, I, I use it quite a lot, though. I know. Tim posted a photo of him the other day in Discord of him playing Pokemon Go and something else. Monster Hunter now. At yeah, the at the time. same time. It's like ADD levels of attention. I, I would love to have seen, like, the temperature reading on your phone. It's not bad. It's really not bad. Well, that's, that's good. I will say I'm sticking in the Pixel game, but I'm not getting the 8, so I'm oh, not the, doing... The 8 seems so expensive for what it is, and... Did you... You know what you get with the 8? So it's a grand, right? Yeah. Have you seen what it comes... So I paid 800 for this. Yeah. Um, but you know what it comes with? What? Either a pair of Google EarPods, which, you know, their version of AirPods. They're fine. Or the smartwatch that they've revived. I would, and I would get the smartwatch. So you can pick one or the other, and that comes with that $1,000 price tag. So in my mind, I'm like, could we just knock 250 off of this and just give me the phone, please? Yeah. Well, the, the problem <laughs> I have with, because you remember I had a Pixel 3 XL for a very, very long time. You and I both did, and we both loved our Pixel Phenomenal phone. Phenomenal phone. And Absolutely the, exceptional. This is, I think this is the one phone you and I agree on, and it's one of the few things we both really agree on, but it's the squeeze to ask Google. That yes. is the, the best function that it had. I, it is the one of the best things I've ever seen on a phone, and they took it away for the four. Yep. I don't know why. It was on the either. Pixel 1, 2, and 3, and yep. they took it away for the four, and it's never been back, and it was the best thing they've ever done. And the problem I have with Pixels now is around the three kind of era, the price point was pretty competitive for a flagship yep. phone. But now we're looking like at $1,000 for a phone that doesn't compare to other thousand dollar phones it's expensive and not as good yeah i don't i think mine's excellent yeah i mean it's, it's it's great if you're like you know it obviously you pay what 800 for your pixel 7 did you say you're on seven seven pro seven pro okay how much is the eight pro is it is it is it a grand for the eight pro Grand for the 8 Pro, now this is including that headphone or watch. Or watch. So, I still think that's really expensive. If you look at the specs, like, compare it to, like, the top of... This is Google's top-of-the-line phone. Yeah. Compare it to Samsung's top-of-the-line phone, which would be around the same price point. I think this is also one of those things, though, kind of like when you pay the Apple tax, that you're getting a little more stability out of it. I guess, yeah. Because a lot of times with Samsung's, like, brand-new flagship phone, they're usually a little iffy at the start they get better you know as it's been out well i got this the week it launched 
right. um, and it's been great. My only I... problem is mm-hmm. it doesn't support Nova Launcher very well. Okay, I also don't like. Uh... Genuinely, I don't like the uh, Samsung version of Android. I don't like it. Well, it's just running Android 12. No, no, no. They, it has its own flavor to it compared to, like, the one straight from Google who does own Android at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, they've got, like, you know, the, the Galaxy app store, but you just cram that in a folder and don't think <laughs> about it. Right, right. Yeah. It's like the weird, like, body you've hidden in the basement. You just don't, actually, <laughs> don't, you don't tell your friends or family about it, but you know it's there. Right. Tim, what have you been playing lately? We haven't talked in a long time. Uh, what have I been playing? Trackmania is one I've been playing a lot. Uh, it's basically a very arcadey racing game that is entirely about optimization. Um, okay. It's very fun. It's free, but you can pay to get previous seasons of the game and also play the track of the day so they give you a brand new track every single day. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking good. And it's like £8 for the year. Oh. That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. That's one of those they're hoping that you, like, forget it. Well, no, you buy it as a one-time thing, and like at the end uh, they'll be like, do you want to buy another one? Um, so that, uh, I've been playing Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Okay. Um, have, have you heard of this? I have. I think it has one of the worst-named uh, games, to be honest. <laughs> well, it's um, essentially a spiritual successor to Jet Set Radio Future, and right. I love Jet Set Radio. Right. I've watched one of my co-workers play it, and I'm I don't know. It just does not. It's in. It seems like too much of a sugar rush of a game. Imagine Tony Hawk to me. But on sugar rushes with a graffiti element to it. That would just be Skate, wouldn't it? Uh, I don't think Skate had graffiti to it, did it? Who? No. Uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland did though. That did, but that yes. like that didn't have the sugar rush element to it. Do you think we sound like old people sometimes sitting there at the nursing home trying to remember what came out of what? Oh my god. Fucking tell me about it. <laughs> um, what else have I been playing? Obviously, Baldur's Gate three. That's very fun. I'm surprised you haven't got on that. That seems. I don't right have time. I don't have time. I I do not have it, all my free time is just dedicated to playing stuff for Game Club. Get a Steam Deck. You freeze it up so much. I don't. I, I wish I could. I can't afford one right get now. Get it with your tax rebate. Probably will. Or my Christmas bonus. It'll be one or the other. Absolutely. Do yourself a favor. Get yourself a Steam Deck. It'll change. It'll change Honestly, play. I might sell my PS5 to get one because, God, this thing I is awful. I don't blame you, dude. I don't yeah. blame you. Because like, all they make is Spider-Man, and there's no other games for it but Spider-Man. And have, that makes PlayStation fantastic. I have my PC for when I want to play, like, really high-end stuff. Like, because yep. obviously the, the Steam Deck is not the most the most highly specced bit of kit. Right. But it's a handheld. It's a handheld right. gaming PC that can play all of your Game Pass games plus your Steam library. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll probably probably get one for Christmas or whatever. I'd highly recommend it. It takes about two weeks to ship, though, mind. That's that's fine. It's not bad. Do you remember when they came out and Gabe Newell was just handing them out to people? Yeah, he um, he was taking them them to to their houses. He was going to Seattle. Um to deliver people Steam decks they had pre-ordered provided they lived in Seattle and people were just like who is this strange man like if, if people didn't know who he was they'd be like who is this strange man but if they knew they were like why, what the fuck is Gabe Newell doing at my house <laughs> if Gabe would... Newell turned up to my house I would think I'd done something really wrong <laughs> <laughs> we've kept the bad issue from Steve and he just pulls out a baseball bat and starts wailing on the PC <laughs> <laughs> He's done vac banning in real life. <laughs> but um, 
highly recommend. Obviously, I, I gush about the fucking Steam Deck every episode we're on here, but right, it's it's and, absolutely and you, changed the way that I play games now. I'm about to say, you hear me slandering the PS5 all the time. There you go. But yeah. most, for full disclosure, whenever I say I played this on the Steam Deck, whenever I'm playing a game, it's mostly that I'm playing the whole game on the Steam Deck. I'm not just trying it on the Steam Deck. I'm sat back with my TV on watching something playing like I don't know Fallout or Minecraft Dungeons or right. whatever. Um, the only games I really won't do on the Steam Deck are some fighting games depending on how serious I'm being uh, and first person shooters. Right. You can do first person shooters on the Steam Deck. It's got a wonderful little thing where if you put uh, you know the thumbsticks. Yes. They have capacitors in them right so oh. if you put your thumb on the thumbstick you can move the whole steam deck around and it'll emulate a mouse okay that's that's really good um it's a bit like the wii u gamepad or the switch um in a in a, in a way like that but it allows you to play first person games and you know what else flight sim games because you're okay. like turning the plane with your fucking steam deck i really okay I'll I'm probably have to get the mid-tier one, to be honest. I got the mid-tier. And you know yeah. what? The, the only two differences are a um, the type of screen in terms of like the, the glass panel. They have one, the, the mid-tier is just a regular glass, but the other one is like a graded glass. So it doesn't get like sunlight glare on it. But right. But that's not really that big of an issue. Plus you can get those screen protectors that do that anyway. <laughs> Um, right. Well, the big thing I want to know is if I bought the 64 one, can I upgrade the storage? You can. However, at that point, I would argue getting the 256 gig, getting comfortable with the Steam Deck, and then going for the upgrade down the line if you need it, because this uh, thing can also take micro SD cards. That's true. Well, I was just thinking get the 64 one, get a micro SD that's like a terabyte or whatever nowadays. We can get a terabyte internal SSDs on Amazon for the Steam Deck and just put it in yourself i fix it's got a really simple guide to do it oh yeah oh did i tell you were you here for me shattering my phone no yeah my pixel 7 i shattered it no let's have a look oh no it's fixed now oh okay it's fixed now but I, I what did you do i was at work and a piece of drill pipe uh slipped and smacked me in the thigh and i felt it hit my phone and i normally put my phone in my back pocket because i'm facing the equipment Right. The second it hit my phone uh, and the music stopped playing, I'm like, it's dead. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can knew. remember uh, when I was on a MacBook uh, and I took this thing to the Pennsylvania mountains for a job, and I had that on this. I had that on this like, you know, those sheet music stands you get for like yes. bands or whatever. I put it on one of them because uh, we were having a bit of a jam session. I was like running synths and stuff. And I put it on there, and I had the laptop going, and I was jamming, and the stand collapsed. Um, oh, no. And the MacBook, imagine this is your screen, like, this hand is my screen, so it did this. It went back, landed on the screen, and then the case, like, the rest of the thing, land, <laughs> like, slammed it shut. Right. And the people who were there with me were like, that sounds really bad. And I was like, it's fine. This thing has had a lot worse done to it. Uh, and then I uh, opened up the screen and the glass had just shattered. It was all over. Like, the panel oh. worked just fine, but the glass was fucking everywhere. Right. So mine mine was just dead. And 
uh, the thing is, so I fix it. I bought my replacement kit from there. Not a sponsor, by the way. Not a sponsor. Would love to, though, because they're great. Not a, yeah, not a sponsor, but could be. Uh, gave me, like, so I bought, so the screen replace, like, just the screen by itself for a Pixel 7. How much? It's a couple hundred, I know. So it cost me 250 Yeah, okay. And that, so, and it was two. That's the panel as well, because the two are one piece. Right. The one piece? I've, I just got done watching live action One Piece this afternoon. It's pretty good. We, that's a separate conversation we need to have because I genuinely hate the fact that it's good. Um, <laughs> anyways, but it was like there was a $10 difference between just the screen or the screen and the kit to fix it. Get the kit. <laughs> right, right, exactly. But the place here in town wanted like $400. That. And I'm like, that was like the cheapest I could find it here in town. And I'm like, I'm not paying $400 when the phone costs $800. Yeah. Why would you, you, know? like, why would you pay half the phone's value to repair right. one aspect of the phone when you can get the parts and do it yourself online with a pretty straightforward guide? Yeah, exactly. For half that. So it took me about 30 minutes and yeah, knocked it out. And ever since, my screen's been great. And the fingerprint scanner still works, which I'm really happy about. Is it a on-screen fingerprint scanner or? It is on-screen. Oh, we love that. This um, this Galaxy's got an on-screen one, but the uh, the Fold does not have an on-screen one, but the right. uh, fingerprint is tied to the lock button just there. Gotcha. So on the 7s, you won't be able to see it, but like here in the middle of the numbers, hmm. that's where the fingerprint is. So... With the with the galaxy, it's down here, which is. Is a this pretty... a riveting conversation to listen to? By the way, people, can you tell we're fluffing for time? I, I think it's interesting. Um, yeah. So it's <laughs> there, but I still think the greatest fingerprint sensor placement in the world. Pixel three. Pixel three and Pixel four, because it's Cause exactly it where your the... finger sits. It's, yeah, it it's... and it's perfect, and you can swipe down on it and view your notifications without having to touch your f screen. It's the best. <laughs> just him being mad at Google. In fact, hang on. Bear with me. I'm going into my bag. There's a bear with you? There's a bear with me. Hold on, I'm rummaging through my bag. Tim, is that your least favorite old joke of ours? Uh, probably, yeah, at this point. Okay. Do you know what this is? Uh, Pixel 3. My Pixel 3. <laughs> it's in my bag as a spare carry in case my phone breaks. Yeah, so on the shelf next to me, I have my three, no, I have my four, or not four, my Pixel 5. I didn't realize there. how much of a wide boy this is in comparison to my, uh, what do you my mean? Look how wide that is. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> the only reason I got rid of this Pixel, uh, the battery life isn't so great, and I don't know if you can see the battery starting to bend. Okay. So... It's fine as a spare in a pinch, I, like because everyone has a USB-C cable on them these days. Yeah. Um, but uh, I probably wouldn't go back to Pixel unless they went back to, you Bef know, squeeze and all Before that. Before we move on to the One Piece live action, why I hate that it's good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, iPhone, well, the Apple now has to go to uh, USB-C. Yes, which is very funny because they are, really didn't want to. Are you going to be like me? and other Android users and refuse to lend them chargers. No, I'm, I'm not a dickhead. I'm a big <laughs> proprietor of a one cable for everything. My laptop over there runs USB-C. My phone takes USB-C. My Switch, my Steam Deck. The only thing that doesn't is my PC. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be pedantic and not let them borrow my USB-C cable. I'm Even my pedantic. audio interface is USB-C. Mine is USB-A. Oh, that's an old boy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, let's um, talk One Piece. And okay. So, we'll keep this so to 10 I, minutes because otherwise it will be genuinely longer than the actual episode. <laughs> right. So I, I I haven't watched it all the way through yet. I'm like two episodes in. But the thing is, here's here's my problem, Tim, hmm. is that it turned out to be good. 
So I was and, talking to some people at work. It's because Oda is overwatching it. Right, right. But the problem is, is that we're going to get like another five or six live action adaptations. And they're going to skip that part for why it's good, yeah. which is because the creator's involved. Yeah. And then they're not going to be good. And One Piece is going to sit there as the outlier. Yeah. And that's that. See, that's what I hate it because it's the anomaly. It is the. It, it, it sticks out and it's and they'll be like, oh, it's good. We could put money behind this, but they're not going to put money behind it in the right way. Well, I've been telling myself for years I want to watch One Piece, but then I keep remembering it's over a thousand episodes long. Whereas I thought you were watching One Piece. I started and then I stopped because I was like, it's a thousand episodes. I'm not doing that. Um, so this does a really good job at covering a lot of like the first arc. Um, and it's pretty clear, like they've already renewed it for season two, which is great. Um, and it's pretty clear they're planning on doing a lot more with it because why would they commit to something like One Piece if they weren't going to carry it all the way through? But then again, it is Netflix. So, right, it's Netflix, so you don't know. You genuinely don't. No, it's a Russian roulette of TV shows. No, um, and if you look at like how they butchered uh, JoJo Season 6, right? I know you weren't watching it, but the way they did haphazardly the release of it. Yeah, like a great. staggered three-part thing. With zero hype for the last of it? Yeah, just, ah, here yeah. it is. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I have, I'm optimistic given the reception, and I'm optimistic given that Oda is directly involved in the production. Um, I just hope that it stays and we get more because obviously we're getting season two i want to be caught on the entire thing with the long live action thing i could absolutely get behind that right. have you so before we go too far have you been watching any good anime this season i have not watched any anime lately oh man no um i i've mostly been watching things like it's always sunny what we do in the shadows uh, have you watched what we do in the shadows no but is the new sunny good I'm not caught up to that far yet. So I, okay, I, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. I stopped watching it like season 10, I think, or nine. So Payne has never seen It's Always Sunny prior to watching it with me. Oh, okay. And she really likes it now. Um, And we just got done, I don't remember what the season number is, but you know the one where Mac came out to his dad? No, so that hadn't happened. Ah, okay. Well, spoilers. Um, Thanks, Tim. No problem. Um, <laughs> we're on the season after that. Um, okay. And that se- that whole episode where Matt comes out to his dad might be some of the most moving things I've ever seen. A- I've ever seen a typically comedy show do. Right. Genuinely quite touching. All right. Yeah. But um, we've mostly been doing that. You, sh- you should also try what we do in the shadows. What we do? What's it on? Like Netflix? Uh, I don't know. We watch it on a definitely not a legal streaming service. Um, what we do in the shadows? So the thing is, is that uh, thankfully my it's on Hulu. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. Uh, my my girlfriend and her family they do things the right way and they have all the streaming services. So oh, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm finally Legally being speaking, of course. I'm I'm finally being the mooch. I've never gotten to do that. It's fun. Um, <laughs> we'll watch a Matt Berry clip or two because he's a genius. Um, but you should you should give that show a try. It's it's absolutely brilliant. It's about um, four vampires and their little familiar that all live in a house, um, and that's about it. Like they're all like very of of olden times, so okay. to speak. But they're like in like modern New York. Okay. One of the things I have been watching lately for like you know shows with real people. I'm I'm a sucker for Hell's Kitchen, right? Oh, we've been watching that as well. We've been watching, we've been going so, back and watching old seasons. So on YouTube, the Hell's Kitchen YouTube. Yes, I love have this the, YouTube channel. They have the served raw. Have you watched any of those? Yes. I 
fucking love it. Have you seen some of the video titles for the Hell's Kitchen YouTube channel? No, is that the Hell's... No, no, no. You're thinking of Kitchen Nightmares. Kitchen Nightmares, sorry. Yes. Yes. So Hell's Kitchen, that's the one where he has the restaurant yes. where people are trying to win it. But uh, if you don't... If you haven't watched Served Raw, it's basically like the dinner service unedited. Right. So it doesn't have the narrator, the silly music, the cuts to the interviews later. It's just the dinner service. And uh, you can you can see why he gets so mad. Like it's really really good. I'm gonna um, send you the link to the Kitchen Nightmares YouTube channel. I'd just like you to read some of the episode titles before we go. And look at the thumbnails. You, bold of you to assume I'm not subscribed. Uh, <laughs> staff, you won't feel bad firing. There's like uh, one with like a kawaii Gordon next to it as well. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's there's one where it's just like Gordon. It says, "Do you have games on your phone?" <laughs> the title of it, as well as I can't think of a title. Please watch. It's good. I promise. Uh, there's one where it's like, "Could someone else think of the title?" I haven't had my coffee yet. Yeah. Uh, um, what else? Uh, watch this, or I'll get fired. Yeah, it's clearly some millennial running it, which is really it's, funny. I think so too. Uh, these better videos than are like this. These fridges are like this video, lukewarm. Bad burgers send Gordon Batty. <laughs> better this than one. baked beans on toast. There's one here that just says even baddies get saddies. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat the spaghetti to forgetty your regretty. <laughs> I want to meet whoever is running the kitchen nightmares YouTube I, channel. It's got to be one of his daughters. It's got to be, right? I don't think it is. I think it's just some, like, millennial intern at the network. I, I think it's got to be, um... I think it's that. You ever watched... You're not big in the cars like I am, are you? No, no. Okay, there's a YouTube channel called Donut Media. Can't say about them. They have a series called Tool Party. I like it. But they had, uh... They bought a bunch of tools from Timu. And we're, <laughs> we're just torture testing him lately. They also uh, did the thing about, uh, I don't know if you've ever looked on AliExpress or Wish or whatever. So yeah, this or, this, this hitbox I got is from AliExpress. Okay, they sell cars though. I don't know if you know this. I did not know they sell so cars. Can, I would never buy a car on AliExpress. So they, they imported a mini truck right. from, <laughs> from AliExpress. And I'll send you the video because it's a really funny watch. And the what all they had to go through is ridiculous just to get it. I'm. They also took it to the uh, to a dyno to see like how much horsepower it makes. I'm looking at this. Yeah, actually, they're actually not bad prices, assuming these are full things. Right. Yeah, there's one here. What what currency is RS? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's the Indian rupee. What are you on? AliExpress. Um, oh, no, no, I'm at your VPN. Oh, I'm not on a VPN. That's just AliExpress's default for me. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Um, right, we should probably wrap this up before we make the post-amble long in the actual episode. <laughs> the preamble put together. See, this All is right. what happens when we don't have Joey here to hold us together. I know, Joey's the glue. Miss you, Joey. Get well soon. Get well soon. Love you. All right, we'll see everyone in two weeks' time where Slade is going to order a truck off of AliExpress. Bye. Right, I'll let you know how it is. Bye. Bye. <laughs>